The following podcast is a program segment from the Midday Moments program with Gary Duncan. Join Gary for two hours of sacred music, along with moments of faith, family, and fun. Listen to AM 850 in St. Louis, or on the live stream at KFUO.org. Christ for you, anytime, anywhere, KFUO Radio. Music with a message on the Messenger of Good News, KFUO Worldwide at KFUO.org. This is Gary Duncan. You're listening to the Midday Moments program. And right now, it's our segment of Moment in Scripture with uh, Pastor Matt Clark of Ascension Lutheran Church in South St. Louis. And Matt, how are you doing? Doing well, Gary. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Great. And what we did, we read uh, Genesis 45 through Exodus 4. So we wrapped up Genesis. There's some uh, family bickering still. Uh, it seems like there was some uh, sold into slavery, and then they find out that Joseph is still alive. Some excitement there, I think, or maybe maybe it was more of fear than excitement. And yes. uh, then we move into Exodus, and that's uh, there's actually a 400-year span, I believe, between the end of Genesis and the beginning of Exodus, right? That's right. Boy, you, Gary, you have done your homework. That's great. Or <laughs> you're reading along. Thank you. So uh, that's 400 years after Joseph that Exodus picks up. So what do you have from those chapters that we read? Yeah, I want to kind of pick up on what you were mentioning about Joseph and his his family. Last week, we talked about how it was like a country music song, some of the stuff <laughs> right. that takes place. And that, that kind of continues that theme, especially with this uh, messed up family of Joseph and his, uh, Joseph and his brothers. The, the one now, does he have 12 brothers? Is that the 12 sons of Jacob? Yeah, I so guess the, he's got 11. That includes Joseph, right? That 12? So, yeah, yeah, the tribes of Israel come from uh, Jacob's children, including Joseph. Uh, and then the, it's kind of interesting. So when you look at the tribes of Israel, there's not a tribe of Joseph. There's a tribe of Ephraim and Manasseh. So that's Joseph's two sons. So that's kind of interesting. There's that one little part in our reading where uh, Jacob gives them a special blessing. So it's kind of interesting how that works. So it's his sons with the exception of not the tribe of Joseph, but of Ephraim and Manasseh. Okay. So kind of interesting how that works. Um, the, the verse I really wanted to pick up on is a, a verse that uh, one of our students in confirmation class here at Ascension picked as their own confirmation verse. And I've never had a student pick this before. So for our uh, junior confirmats, for our youth, as they're confirmed, they get to pick their own confirmation verse and something that's meaningful to them. And this particular student, her name's Olivia, she picked Genesis chapter 50, verse 20. So the very last part of Genesis. And, and here's the verse. It's it's Joseph speaking. And I think it's kind of a cool verse. He's speaking to his brothers and he says, as for you, you meant evil against me, but God meant it for good. And then he goes on to say, to bring it about that many people should be kept alive as they are today. I think that's that's kind of an interesting verse. And, and you know the context of all that. Mm-hmm. It's been in our reading how they sold him into slavery, like you mentioned. He is falsely accused of trying to seduce Potiphar's wife. He's thrown into jail. Uh, his life is kind of in danger, doesn't know what's going to happen. And finally, he's uh, set free after interpreting Pharaoh's dreams, and he's put in second in command in Egypt and helps to, to navigate uh, through this time of famine. It really saves not just Egypt, but the surrounding areas too. Kind of a long story short, his brothers, they still are uh, in their own land along with Jacob, but they're hungry too. So they come to Egypt looking for food, and uh, eventually, after a lot takes place, they find out that Joseph, their brother, is the one who's second in command. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so when we get to this verse, they've moved to Egypt for food. Um, they've started to establish themselves there, and dad dies. Jacob dies. 
and they're shaking in their boots. What is Joseph going right. to do Right. That's what I was going to ask. I was yeah. going to say, and I, I brought that up as I was introducing you, that uh, probably more fear than anything, right? Big fear. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. At this point, especially with dad gone, you know, yeah. kind of to, to maybe uh, protect them or temper uh, any of Joseph's uh, revenge. Uh, yeah, with dad gone, they are afraid. They're afraid of what's going to happen. But I, that's why I think this verse is so beautiful, because Joseph just kind of diffuses that fear. And he says, hey, uh, again, verse 20, as for you, meant it for evil against me, but God meant it for good. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you meant evil. You, you're even going to kill me. But instead, you sold me into slavery and you wanted to get rid of me and, and you hated me. But but guess what? God had a plan. He meant it for good. And boy, countless lives have been saved because God has placed me here to help during this time of famine. So, I mean, I, I think that's just, uh, something that reassures the brothers and just, boy, what a great statement of faith, too, on Joseph's part. Um, and and I, I think we learned two main things from that. One, when people do bad to us, right, um, God can still use that for good. And I think of things like, you know, if there's a, a youth, a kid that's being bullied or if someone gets, you know, and, and then good, God can even make good out of that, right, okay. how you handle that. Does that also show us forgiveness because God ultimately has done good through us and we are to forgive. Isn't that some of that there too on Joseph's part, that forgiveness because he, he sees what God has done for him. So therefore he's turning around and forgiving his brothers. Yeah, I, you're right there. You're, you are becoming a theologian. I tell you, that's a great point. So yeah, that, the, my first point was, yeah, that God can work good out of bad. You know, when people do bad to us, God can still work good out of it. But my second point was going to be exactly what you said. Um, that, that this is such a beautiful example of just forgiveness and being reconciled with someone else. You know, Joseph, it seems, you know, from an earthly perspective, has every right to be ticked off at his brothers, to even imprison them now, or even worse, uh, maybe even kill them. But he puts that aside. That's not his job, right? That's mm-hmm. <laughs> to seek revenge. And instead, he forgives them and he uh, seeks to be reconciled with them. And that's exactly what happens. Uh, his, his brothers and he stay in Egypt. Um, they settle there. And then, uh, like you said, uh, they're there for 400 years. Uh, but yeah, it's a beautiful, beautiful example, I think, of forgiveness and reconciliation, too. There's so many times that we've been hurt by people and we've been hurt perhaps a lot less than how Joseph was hurt. Um, and yeah, we're my brothers, my brothers picked on me, but they never sold me into slavery. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. And we hold grudges over sometimes right. pretty petty stuff. Exactly. But I think Joseph's a great example of, uh, hey, put that aside, especially when it comes to family members. Put that aside. Seek to be reconciled. Seek to extend forgiveness to each other. Like you mentioned, that's what God in Christ has already done for us mm-hmm. <laughs> and reconciling us to himself in spite of all the, the wrong that we've done. Yeah, for sure. Okay. You want to lead us in a prayer as we wrap this up? Yeah, you bet. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the example of Joseph. Uh, we thank you, Lord, that he enables us to, to see that even in the midst of things that, boy, people may intend for our, our harm and our, our bad, uh, you can, Lord, work for good. Uh, sometimes we don't always see that, Lord, so give us eyes of faith to, to realize that. Uh, We also, Lord, thank you for this beautiful example of forgiveness and reconciliation. Help us to truly forgive those who have trespassed against us as we pray in the Lord's Prayer. Uh, Let us be reconciled to one another, uh, whether they be family members or or brothers and sisters in Christ, all for the sake of the one who first has forgiven and reconciled us, Jesus, our Savior. In his name we pray. Amen. Amen. Where we go next week? 
Okay, yeah, next week um, we are headed uh, through the book of Exodus, at least the first part, Exodus chapters 5 through 13. So we'll get into some of those plagues and the how do, now that they're in Egypt, how do they get out? So, uh, so that's what we'll take a look at. Plague should be interesting because of what's going on here now. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, yeah, I don't think coronavirus is one of the top ten there. No, in, uh, I don't Exodus, think so. <laughs> it could have been though, boy. So Exodus five through thirteen. That's correct. Yep. Okay, I look forward to it, and I'll talk to you again next week. All right, sounds great, Gary. Thanks much. We are the messenger of good news, Christ for you, anytime, anywhere. KFUO Radio.